she watches the trashiest TV of anyone that I know. Like, of absolutely anyone. So shout out to Rebecca and... Uh, Moral of the story is start breaking legs, people. Yeah, your yeah. Career choices get way better. Literally break your legs <laughs> and just see... As far as, like, controversies? Uh, yeah, because... Mueller report, Kavanaugh... Yeah. And then because the uh, the Iran thing seemed to die off pretty quick, like yeah. it doesn't seem to really be a problem anymore. Which Not really. Looks good to me. We're live. Oh, we're out here. We're doing it. Thank you for joining us. My name is Donovan. This is I'm Colin. There he is. He's right here. This is Salt of the Streets uh, podcast live stream episode seventy-seven. Is that what we said? Yeah. Seventy-seven. Wow. Jesus Christ. Thank you again for joining us. So we're out here. What's today? It's the twenty-fifth of January, twenty twenty. The Almost. day of the Trump defense, the first day of Trump defense and the impeachment already stuff. happened and over with. Yeah, it, it went it for like two hours. It was weird. I didn't even realize I took a shower, yeah. came out and it was done. And I was like, what the fuck happened? I don't mean I was in the shower for two hours. I mean, I watched it and then I took a shower. And when I came out, it was done and I was surprised. That's what I mean. So I've had showers that last two hours. I don't think I've ever taken a two hour shower before because it starts as a shower. And I'm like, maybe I want to take a bath. And so then I'll plug the thing, let it fill up, yeah, yeah, shut it off, okay. take a bath, and then do it one more time. So I count that as and a And then shower. do it one more time. Jesus Christ. I've never done it twice. I'm just baller like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again for joining us. We are happy to have you guys here today. We got a great show brewing today. Uh, we are going to talk about impeachment, of course. What the fuck else will we talk about for the 10th, 11th episode in a row or some such shit? Dude, it this won't is, go away. This is Brett Kavanaugh 2.0 is what this is. Like and I was Mueller Report 3.0. Yeah, yeah. It's it's something else. Um, this, is, this is how many... Okay, out of the big, massive, major, long-term consequences. Is this number three? As far as like controversies, uh, yeah, because Mueller report, Kavanaugh, yeah. and then because the uh, the Iran thing seemed to die off pretty quick, like yeah. it doesn't seem to really be a problem anymore. Which not really. Is the way that it was made up, the most interesting thing, right, or not the most interesting, but but the most recent interesting thing was during the Democratic debate. One of the first questions that Wolf Blitzer asked, I think, was maybe to Bernie Sanders, and it was something to the effect of. We were just on the brink of war with Iran. Like, yeah. you know, what are we going to do? And it's like, in what fucking world were we on the brink of war with Iran? Like, was the clock at, you know, at what point were we at yellow or orange or whatever? Like, oh, yeah. I'd, come are on, we going man. To red? I'd, that's what I'm saying. Like, we were never at any point, like, we, we are going to actively deploy, you know, all of our forces to Iran and we're going to invade. Like, I don't, that was never even up for discussion. So, that was really weird. It's strange yeah. that that's the way that that was being put out there. You know, dude, it was strong though for like a whole weekend. For like a whole week, yeah. it's like a lot. <laughs> fuck it, I remember listening to some of the Joe Rogan episodes that came out then, and that dude was legitimately scared. He was yeah. like, "Dude, I'm nervous. Like, I'm straight nervous." I had several people ask me about it in that time frame, and they're like, "Well, what do you think?" And like, "Well, on. I'm like, I. I'm not worried about it. Like, I'm not, mm -mm. I am not actively concerned about this. Like, I'm not tripping. I'm not fucking, it's not even occupying space in my mind. Like, I'm not thinking about it on a daily basis the way that I'm thinking about some of these other things, you know? Like, not to say that this wasn't a big deal, but. I mean, I thought you know, about it, but yeah. the more I thought about it, but I wasn't broken concerned, up about it. <laughs> the less concerned I got, the more I thought about it. I was like, no, this is okay. 
Well, and the we, more, can, we can figure this out. When the more time went on, it's like, well, this seems to be okay. Like, yeah. it seems to be that things are, have turned out to be all right. So, and then the rockets fell. Did we talk about this even on the last show, or was that in between the last show and now? Uh, I am not sure. I would have to look at the date of when that happened, but God, I just, um, I, I hate it when people that do podcast stuff talk about the same thing over and over again yeah you mean and the they, rockets on the bases the rockets yeah attack on that the bases? they shot into the iraqi base yeah yeah we yeah we talk talked about, about that, that. Right? that was just like okay. a day or two before um mm-hmm. excuse me um well good then i shall not repeat myself yeah no that was on the eight that iran launched rockets into two coalition bases no americans harmed boom mm-hmm. so no america no americans killed Apparently the yeah we found out later right. there were some more people that got injured and yeah had some traumatic brain injury or something like that right 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 having to do the concussions and stuff yeah right, from the, from the rockets yeah um, which was so- like one of those controversies that was over and done with within like a day yeah everybody got really pissed off at Trump for for lying nobody got hurt it's like, well I mean nobody died you son of a bitch yeah you son of a bitch. So, after that, we're going to talk about the Virginia gun rally. We're going to talk about our two uh, listener request topics this week. So, we're going to talk about the uh, car tab debate that's going on in Washington right oh, now. Oh, dude. I, um, got, I got car tab info off the wazoo. I'm excited to talk about it because I didn't. I wasn't paying no fucking attention to it. I voted for it, obviously, because I was like, $30 car tabs, let's do it. Because yeah. this shit's crazy. Um, but when, then I was, When do you have to register your car next? Neck like now. All right. Like we See, got it in the mail. This is that you should be asking. Yeah. All right, where's my $30 car? Yeah. Tabs? Jordan said that to me just when I was telling her about it yesterday. And she said, that's really funny because we got the thing in the mail just this week. Like, oh, yeah. it's, it's almost time to renew the Land Rover's tabs. And I was like, fuck. So we're going to get way into that later. But just spoiler alert. Expect to pay at the same price. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I absolutely do. I read enough last night that I was like, all right, this is just how this is, I guess. Apparently, um, this is just the way it is here in Washington State. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the second listener request topic is uh, the smoking age going to 21. Yeah. Um, which happened in our state, and then it happened federally, like, immediately afterwards. So, yeah. um, so it it's... Was like uh, within, like, a month or something. Ye- it was really quick yeah yeah so it's obviously something that we can discuss but it's no longer just something that happens in washington state um but i was one of the articles i was reading this morning uh someone who was interviewed was a manager at one of the smoke shops and i went to high school with that guy so it's really (laughs) interesting to see his name in the in the article like yeah fucking i know that fucking guy small town bro yeah super small town um yeah, so those are the things that we're going to talk about this week. And then in sports, we're going to talk about the Astros cheating scandal. Uh, we're going to talk about the football, the championship rounds that happened because the football championships, uh, f- divisional championships happened. And then we're going to talk about the Super Bowl, obviously, happens in uh, two next week. So mm-hmm. going to be some shit. It's I don't give a fuck shit. anymore. I quit. What? Fuck. The Hawks destroyed me emotionally on this. And you're over this, it. You just can't handle just it anymore. Just like, okay, cool. Well, let me know. Yeah. Let me know who's going to be in the Super Bowl. I mean, there's there's one I'm kind of excited for, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um. So let me ask you about this. What the fuck? Oh, Joe Rogan. That's yeah. what we're going to talk about. So. Oh, yeah. 
Was it just yesterday that the ad dropped, or was it just yesterday that all of the craziness happened? Do you know? Well, I guess I can look on. I was on like, Twitter I would quick. grab my Twitter, but yeah. my phone. No, I'll look on my Twitter real I, quick. I swear to God, I do that once a show. I go, <laughs> oh yeah, let me just grab that. I bookmark. Oh, never mind. Let the phone's up there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, honestly, if it was, you know, it was on the twenty third, so 23rd, it was two, two days, days ago. ago. So and then. The world imploded. Twitter blew up. (laughs) The internet is dying. Yeah. So what we are referring to, you may or may not have seen, because I think it's probably bigger on Twitter than anywhere else. Probably. Um, But the Bernie Sanders campaign created an ad using a clip from one of Joe Rogan's recent podcasts, which he was talking to Barry Barry Weiss, Weiss, right? And in that, she asked Joe Rogan who he was going to vote for in the primary. And he said he probably was going to vote for bernie sanders from what i understand there's some more to that clip like it's been edited a little bit that little he also bit. was talking about tulsi gabbard i haven't listened to that episode so i can't attest to what? that but you um, don't jump on the barry weiss episode no i'm ashamed of you bro i got <laughs> shit going on all right i got so much other podcasts oh, to listen to um I was sick, so I was I was able to give myself a lot of freebie listening time. I yeah, didn't feel bad about it. Okay, but, so uh, I we'll take a brief break because I've been so wrapped up in Gordon Ramsay the last like three weeks that I can't even barely describe it. I don't know what the I don't know what the fucking deal is. I don't know where it came from. I don't know why, but I've been fucking. Did you watch his Hot Ones episode? I've watched it a while ago. And like so back, it, so yeah. it must have been just like a compilation video of like the worst kitchens that he's ever seen or something, you know? Because then I started watching Kitchen Nightmares. And so then I'm watching him in other people's restaurants tearing people apart and shit like that. <laughs> and then I was like just letting it roll. And then there had to have been an episode of Hell's Kitchen that came on because I've watched fucking four seasons of Hell's Kitchen now. And I don't. I don't fucking, I don't understand. I like, I don't know where it came from because up until like three weeks ago, I just didn't give a shit about Gordon Ramsay. And now anytime I have free time, that's what I'm fucking watching. I I don't understand. I can tell you, I can narrow this back to the point of origin and why you ended up at Gordon Ramsay. (laughs) It's because you started to watch that great British baking show. Dude. That that did it right there. Yeah. And next thing you know, you've become a food channel junkie and you're watching it's Gordon Ramsay. Because Hell's Kitchen, like you it happens don't even to me. it happens to everybody. Hell's okay. Kitchen, you don't even hardly watch them cook. You know, like no, they're not just, even really cooking. Like no, it's, it's George Ra- it's it's Ramsay just getting up yeah. there and yelling at people. Just tearing them apart. Yeah, it's it's weird. So I don't know how it happened. I don't know where it came from, but the la- I've watched I've watched a bunch of fucking Hell's Kitchen. I found, you know, a YouTube channel that has 17 seasons of Hell's Kitchen uncensored. So you can also hear, you know, anytime he calls someone a fuck or a fucking <laughs> donkey or a pig and shit like that. It happens all the time. Calls people cows and shit. Hilarious, bro. Oh, I love it. It's weird. That's because British people swear the best. Yeah. Maybe next yeah. to... British people are in the top, at least. They're one or two slot, but Australians, I think, too, might have a leg up. He hasn't called anyone the C-word in the episodes that I've watched, which I've been slightly surprised about. Um, (laughs) But other people on the show have used that language, but he has not himself. But Well, that's good. That's a rough one. Time will tell. If he was Australian, it'd be every other word. Yeah, yeah. And I started at like season seven, I think. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like almost at the end of season 10. So so I've watched three seasons almost. There you go. Of of Hell's Kitchen. It's it's, uh, it's bizarre. No judgment, man. It's bizarre. It's entertaining. I'll definitely say that. 
Yeah. It's always entertaining. So, it's, you know, so, I don't try to read too much realism into stuff like that. I just enjoy it for what it is. Well, because if, if you watch and maybe it's because if you watch it on network television, you don't see those seasons back to back to back. But when you watch it the way I've watched it, like mm-hmm. you, you binge it like that, you can see the formula of the show. You know, yeah. every season someone gets put on the other team. Then you think that they're going to go. Because they fucked up, but they're like, but you've done this really good thing one time. So let's see if you can flourish on the other team, you know? So that happens every season. Every season, there's the same twists every mm. single season, you know? And so, so you're like... Survivor, you know. Yes, yes. Game, game plan. And that's why it's been on for 17 seasons. Because that formula has worked so well for them. At least 17, because that's how many is on YouTube. So there may oh, even yeah. be 18 or 19, you know? And they're just not all on here. But yeah, there's also like nine or ten seasons of uncensored kitchen nightmares and that's like dope. dude he's got so much content on the internet it's fucking crazy that's awesome Good it's something him. else he's got like a bunch of shows rebecca that i work with right mm-hmm. the other day she watches the trashiest tv of anyone that i know like of absolutely anyone so shout out to rebecca and um <clears throat> <laughs> i mean you know and I was, I, this, this is how I know this show is shit is because like I brought her an order the other day. And then when she brought it back to me, I had Hell's Kitchen playing on my phone, you know, and she said, that's a great show. <laughs> like, we, she didn't hear shit in anything because I had my headphones in and she just saw it and said, that's a great show. And I was like, I know I told her the same thing I told you. Like, I don't understand those happening. She was like, oh, well, you should watch this Gordon Ramsay show and this Gordon Ramsay oh. show. Like, these ones are all the best. And I was like, oh, God. So I've got ammo for days there loaded go, up in, in the Gordon Ramsay machine gun. So. Well, there's like a little cult behind the Gordon Ramsay thing, man. Yeah. Because yeah. he's got so much. Well, and he's a real good Twitter follow. Like, I was talking to Tyler about following him on Twitter. You know, people will tweet their dishes at him and be like, hey, rate this dish, you know, and he's like, that's shit. Like, this is absolutely shit. Looks fucking terrible. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's awesome. People will send him terrible looking meals or ones they think are great, you know, just for him to be like, no, that's fucking horrible. It's awesome. It's really good. My uh, my latest uh, foray into Gordon Ramsay was when my wife's cousin Tatiana was staying with us for a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. What was that, a couple years ago? And, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I remember She that. was all up into MasterChef Junior. And oh, she got me watching that oh, show. Oh, shit. And next thing you know, I couldn't go, man. It was it was so captivating. For some reason, I it's could a, not get out. It's a totally different Gordon Ramsay. From, it is. From seeing him on Hell's Kitchen to, to seeing him on MasterChef Junior. is a completely separate Gordon Ramsay. I think that's probably why I watched it. I was like, there's yeah. no way he could do a kid's show. Dude. But yeah, but apparently no. he's great. It I've is. also from what the, I you should watch that one. <laughs> Add that to your fucking list. From what I've heard from everyone on that show, you know, because they'll get a reward, like a, they win a challenge and they get a reward as a team or as an individual, and they get to kick it with Gordon Ramsay while they like go out to dinner or something, or they're on a fucking yacht, you know, or in a helicopter, and they're all talking about how hilarious he is. Like he's so fucking funny, you know. Oh yeah, and I have. I think that he would be a great dude to kick it with. Like, he's probably a really good fucking time to just spend an afternoon with, you know? Well, you know, uh, there's a lot of, like, uh, talk about, like, how much actual kitchen credit he has. But he definitely does. He, well, he owns, like, at fucking the right- 12 restaurants or some such yeah, shit, Yeah, but right? that's not like you're not in the trenches. Right. You're just always a celebrity. It was kind of the same problem Bornade ran into sometimes. But, like, you know, he's got a lot of legit kitchen cred. And because of that, like... Those are that's what a real chef is like. Right. Like he's a little over the top. Yeah. But like, no, that's real. 
Like well, all the also, like the cursing down, the belittling, the throwing right, thing. Right. That shit is totally real. That's the way th- it it is back there. It's fucking cutthroat, and because of that, you build up this this thick skinness, you know, and you you have to develop that dark sense of humor. Yeah, and then every all those people are usually generally really funny, right? Fun loving people. Well, and he was a professional athlete, you know, before he was a chef, um, and so I'm sure that. Part of that over, he was a professional soccer player before he was a <laughs> chef, and then he broke his leg, became a chef. Swear to God, I swear to God, that's how it happened. Couldn't play soccer anymore, and now, now he's a chef. So, so that's yeah. So he's been shit talking his whole life. Exactly. Whole yeah. Thing. And so the over the top aggression probably comes from be, having been a professional athlete, you know, playing yeah. fucking soccer, in, and the in theatrics the UK, so. comes from playing soccer. <laughs> exactly. And so I'm so I'm not surprised. The same deal with like. In reverse with Action Bronson. Action Bronson was a professional chef and then broke his leg, couldn't cook for a while, started rapping, mm-hmm. and now has fucking platinum albums. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, odd moral thing. of the story is start breaking legs, people. Yeah, your yeah. career choices get way better. Literally break your legs <laughs> and just see how you occupy your time while that happens. And Salt you, of the Streets does not endorse this message. <laughs> no, no, no. No one was harmed in the making of this. Uh, oh, so um, That is funny, though. Okay, so this Joe Rogan thing happened, yeah. right? And Bernie Sanders, so so the Bernie Sanders campaign took this clip of Joe Rogan saying that he would vote for Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. and that he'd been consistent and that's what he likes in a politician is like he's not been changed, you know, over time and oh, yeah. in, in in you know, not so many words. And he's so, a real person in other right, words. Right. That believes actually believes in what he says he does. Right. And so whether not arguing the ideas or not. And I will say, just because I did see the ad, it is yes. a is a great ad. It's a great ad. I watched the entire episode with Barry Weiss, and I watched the episode with Bernie Sanders. Obviously, I mean, everything that they they did kind of cut little little bits and little pieces. pieces little, out. I would say very slight editing, but the overall context of the ad was one hundred percent truthful to the conversation that was being held at the time. Yeah, so it was totally legit, and. As soon as they dropped it, um, I don't know when I saw if I saw it first or I saw you know who Bridget Fetisy is. <clears throat> no, former writer for Playboy. She's kind of a very very interesting writer and stuff like that. And she got she has a podcast called called uh, Walk Ins Welcome. And she's kind of a uh, you know a minor leaguer in the IDW sense. Okay. Um, but she was on Rogan once upon a time, and I I follow her. I've been a Patreon person for her for a while. Once upon and, a time, yeah. So I she pops up my Twitter feed a lot, and she had retweeted that and was talking. You know, she was replying to a comment from that ad, and that's how I saw the ad. And then I started going down that comment rabbit hole, reading all of the Bernie Sanders, like bro, the the Bernie Bros, or crazy. at least there was definitely a strong outcry from the trans community on Twitter, we'll say that much, and in a very, very negative sense, calling Joe Rogan a transphobe, and um, somebody even played one of his clips from when he was talking to uh, not Burt Kreischer. Tom Segura. Tom Segura. Yeah. With Fallon Fox. Yeah. Yeah, and And, Joe Rogan's (laughs) taking mad shit for his discussion, not even about trans people in general, but specifically about trans people in sports, in combat sports, in professional sports, and then when you're talking about, like, the science behind it, you know? And he's not a scientist, he never claims to be a scientist, but he 
expresses what I feel is a very valid viewpoint that, you know, when, I'm, when you're talking about professional competition, you should be placed in the category that bets f- best fits the f- your physiology as you were born, you know, and as you were born, as you know what I'm saying. And yeah. and so he's, like I said, taking a lot of heat when he's talking specifically about Fallon Fox that who is is a. A woman, but it was a man who transitioned to a woman and then started fighting in the UFC. And for the first two fights, didn't disclose that she was trans or anything like that. And then when it came out, she's like, oh, it was a personal medical issue. I didn't think that it was really anyone's business, you know, to like talk about it. Yeah. Um, Slight controversy after that. Yeah. And we've seen a lot of things like that happen since then. You know, um, I've seen mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of articles and stuff like that talking about high school sports, um, and like amateur sports, you know, when people are especially banking on like scholarships and stuff like that. Oh, you yeah. know, and there's and, a, a much greater percentage of the population that participates in those type of competitive sports versus yeah. just the pro leagues that we see all the time. Yeah. And so there is. You know, like you're talking about in the comments and all these people were saying that, oh, Bernie just lost my vote. And I'm, you know, oh, yeah. I can't believe that you're going to accept the endorsement of a, a transphobic, homophobic, racist, alt-writer, you know, all this stuff mm-hmm. that just shows the way that he's Joe Rogan and many other people in the intellectual dark web are just being distorted, you know, yeah, just absolutely intentionally distorted to make them fit some type of weird mold that they don't actually belong in, you know? Oh, yeah. It, it's really weird. Like, someone who's trying to have an honest discussion about something like trans people in sports and expressing a viewpoint that many, many, many people agree with, and for him and his opinion and all those people who agree with him to be completely discounted, you know, as just transphobes, so we shouldn't even listen to it. Like, I think that that's really ludicrous, you know? Especially when what they're talking about is scientific fact. And and it shows the dark place that the left, the far left can exist in, you know, of just completely shutting itself off, that any other opinion other than this shouldn't even be discussed, shouldn't be talked about, shouldn't be endorsed, it shouldn't be anything, shouldn't even exist. There's no conversation to be had. No. the submit or we're done here. The freedom of discourse doesn't exist, you know, in some of those portions. Like when we're talking about the Young Turks, you know, in some of those clips that we've seen, the, the the very first one that I sent you when I started watching them when they're ta- when they're calling Ben Shapiro oh, yeah. an anti semite and that he doesn't care about white nationalist anti semitism as long as it furthers the Israeli agenda. Yep. It's like, what the fuck are you even talking about? The I've literally never seen him without a yarmulke on top of his head. It's like, have you? But met he doesn't this care. Person? Uh, it's it, he he is he whatever year it was that he was the number one target of internet anti semitism. In the world, like yeah, I want to say, like 2015 or something like that. But for some, but he doesn't give a shit about you know radical white supremacist anti-Semitism. No. Like that's a a really backwards opinion that I don't think that you could really back up anywhere other than At your all. own show. You know where you can say, mm-hmm. oh well, this is just freedom of freedom of opinion. You know, yeah. And I was watching them the other day, maybe like two days ago. And There's Jake- a lot of freedom of opinion callouts on that show, by the way. And so that's this is kind of I what I'm going to talk about, right? Is that they'll say it's just freedom of opinion, but then they'll also talk about how they're part of new media and they're doing real journalism. You know, they're doing real journalism and real reporting and all this stuff. But don't hold it on me because it's just an opinion show. 
you yeah. know? At least we are, you and I, as a podcast, as co-host, we'll sit down, we'll discuss facts and clearly separate, this is my opinion, this is what I think, you know? We don't ever, ever try and pass our opinion as what is actually happening. No. We will lay out the facts and then say, you know, I think this and I think this mm-hmm. and I think this and blah, 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 because that's how two people discuss topics like this. But we 100% separate our opinions from the laid out facts when we're displaying them. I think to have them so mixed up like that is fucking dangerous. And it invalidates you. You know, to have a show like that, it invalidates you. It's really weird. And it it really does. And that's the kind of stuff that really pisses me off about stuff like the PSA guys, too. Yeah, yeah. They're not... I don't want to say they're as bad as the Young Turks, but they're they're, they're almost not quite worse as bad. in a different way. Well, and I think you know that that I mean? comes from most of them be having been part of the Obama campaign. You yes. know, they're from the world of organized politics, and they know how you have to play to exist in that world, and how to get their opinions to be widely spread and accepted. Oh, you yeah, know, know, among exactly among like the uh, and the Chank establishment doesn't. left. You and know, Chank has no idea. He no. What I got from watching some of those TYT things lately is scary, bro. This is a organization of people that was built around the turning point of new media, right? Yeah. And they they skyrocketed themselves and created themselves a nice little pocket base, if you will, of of subscribers and support from the far left. And as that ideology has gone more and more mainstream every day they've gotten more and more subscribers and more and more money involved but like even when you watch it the the idea of having that newscaster style network news style yeah yeah yeah. you know set up behind this big desk and then you know you you focus in on one of them and then there's like a little screen of pictures or videos Mm -hmm. on the other side and then going back to the other one it's like it's it's a hybrid of the old version with the, with this new media, and it is very, very uncomfortable to watch. It feels like – I don't know. It feels disingenuous to new media. Well, and do you know what I have – Because you're still trying to play the same fucking game. Yeah, right. So, so you know what I've noticed um, to speak to that is it reminds me a lot of – of Fox News, right? And the way that people used to talk about Fox News, that they had all these, like, super attractive blonde women in tight skirts and, like, you know, semi-low-cut tops. And those are the people that are reporting and they're on the TV all the time. Mm-hmm. The only consistent cast member of the Young Turks is Anna Kasparian. Everyone else switches out all the time. She's the only one that's always there, right? And I don't want to fucking, oh, hashtag me too. That's fucking sexist. Tell me why the only one with boobs is the only one that's always on the show. Super fucking weird, right? Really weird. And it's not like, I don't know. It's not like even if you hate the Young Turks, you'd be like, oh, well, she's just an ugly fucking rat face bitch. Like, she's, <laughs> she is objectively fairly attractive. And yes. you, you put her on there in like tight clothes all the time. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's very Fox Newsy for the far left. Like for the progressive left, this, this is Fox News. How do you attract all of those beta males that they do? Dangle some fucking. Tits, bro. Done. And I don't, like I said, I don't like to break shit down to like, this is just some based sexual whatever. But the same thing that they, 
I feel would openly accuse Fox News of, or they used to, and that's why it's yeah. more diverse now. You know, Judge Janine and fucking Tucker Carlson, and like, not that they weren't there for a long time, but there used to be way more blonde ladies on Fox yeah. News, hey, and man, there's way just, less. You watch now. the five; they're still there. And Joe Rogan has talked about it a lot. You know, when he's talking about, oh, and you know, they'll, they'll cross <laughs> and uncross their legs, and they fucking this, and in the morning, Fox and Friends, right? Fox yeah. and Friends, they still got it, and so. Weird deal. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but, yeah, however, however long that show is, <coughs> excuse me, you get that entire time of like a straight shot of some attractive woman's legs yeah. while she's sitting there in her dress. Yep. It's dress or a tight skirt or there's something. something to that. Yeah. And, you know, so so that's, I guess, what you could separate from the two is that at least Anna Kasparian always at a desk. You know, you don't there ever you like see her legs. But also... When they did talk about that contest to win to go fly over there, maybe I don't know if I sent you this yeah. video, but when Chank Uger was on there, they showed the video and she's up front in a white shirt that's like partially unbuttoned, fucking chest out to shit, bro. Hair all down, looking all seductive at the screen. And the other two dudes are set back. Their pictures are set back and like a little bit covered up by hers. Chank Uger started the fucking network at the Young Turks, but Anna Kasparian is the one that's in the middle of the picture oh, yeah. for the ad for this contest to come and meet them. What the fuck are we really talking about here, man? Well, it is, in their defense, it is her show now. She's mm. the, the showrunner. She is the, the main the host. host yeah. Show. Okay. <clears throat> Chank's just the, the one that started the it. network. That's no... Yeah, and okay. he has stepped back, actually, at this point more and runs, like, the broader network that they built or whatever well they have like they have this show and i don't know how they're separated right i don't know if they're different they're called different things or they're just different segments or like what the deal is but you know there's the show that has anna kasparian that shank uger is on and then the other guy is on that's always bitching about his health care and how he's sick all the time and (laughs) and then there's another show that has oh i should a completely separate group of people um and so i don't know if they're different shows or if it's just on all day and different people take over but then there's yeah. an also like another show that's called the young turks after hours that's like three to four hours that's after their regular show talking about other shit i don't know how anyone watches the young turks for four hours i don't know how you could possibly fucking listen to the young turks for four hours and have an even semi-defensible opinion about fucking anything like I, I don't get it because that has to be the only place you're getting news if you're watching them for four fucking hours That's every true. day, every other day, however often they do that show. Are you fucking kidding me? That's not a good Dude. sole news source, man. I get TYT hour one every day and I'm like, this is a lot to handle. It's like 40 minutes. This is a lot to handle. I don't know that I could do. Uh, I can't. I don't know how they do it. It's like that. What was that li- hardcore libertarian guy we used to listen to? Stapleton? I was just yeah, Jason Stapleton. I was just thinking about him the other day. I haven't just, listened to that show in a long time. No, no, no. <laughs> Even now, I have I've come pretty far right since we you know not like I'm in the far right, but since we started this and since we started listening to that, I've come much further to the right, and still. Fuck you, bro. He's talking about free market everything. Everything, bro. Education. If I have more money than you, of course I should get a better – my kids should get a better education than you. Of course you shouldn't have the same access to a quality education as my kids do if you don't have the same money as me. You got me fucked up, bro. You got me fucked up. I can't. I can't with that, dude. He is a Anne Anne Ryan-esque 
libertarian. That guy 100%, would like an ANCAP almost. That guy would defend kids not getting lunches in school because their parents don't have money. Yes. You know what I'm saying? He would. And that's that's fucked up. Like that's I'm not I can't be with anyone who's not down to give a child everything that they could possibly need to thrive in this world. You, I look at you a little progressive. I can't, there. bro. I can't even. Like, <laughs> e- even if no, it's a no, gun, no, even no. if they need a gun, give it to them. Whatever they need, <laughs> just make sure they have it. You know? Call me a progressive. <laughs> out of here. <laughs> well, oh, God. So, oh, on that note. Yeah, with that, I think that we will get out of here for today. This was a fantastic preacher. I want to thank everyone one last time for showing up here on our Facebook at Salt of the Streets. We have, obviously, our Instagram at Salt of the Streets that I have been way more active on. We Boom. have our YouTube at Salt of the Streets, where you can find this later this week. We have our own personal social media. I am at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at Alpaca underscore Don on Instagram. He's a big bird offy on both of those things. And you can find all this on our almost newly rejuvenated and finalized saltofthestreets.com. Look, fantastic. Good. Yeah, it's coming along really, really hair? good. It's good. I like it. It's a little white supremacy. We also need bit? to. No, nah, you're good. We also <laughs> need to start talking to each other before we come here about what we're wearing because we are wearing eerily similar outfits today all right, i'll hit wardrobe real it's quick. a good thing that Change i that i wore a hat so um <laughs> that's it again thank you guys for joining us and monday the episode will be here salt of the streets everywhere you can get a podcast peace the fuck out peace